Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. Podcast, podcast, <laughs> podcast. Uh, South Africa's number one motoring podcast. My name is George Meany, and as usual, joined by Wandile Sishi. How's it, Wandi? It's good to be here. It's good to be here. How are you, George? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Thank you. Um, today is the car sales episode. Yeah, it's been so, a uh, long time coming. Uh, we haven't spoken about sales in a long time. Talking? Spoken about it. Podcast, talking. <laughs> What's wrong with us today? <laughs> talking. Yeah, I don't even know if there's a word called tra- talking, talking, talking. Anyway, the car sales episode. Which brands are on the top of the list globally from a car sales point of view? Mm-hmm. And uh, which brands are on the top of the list locally from a car sales point of view? And how does this impact the used car shopper? So uh, so getting right uh, into it, um, what makes and brands are on the top of this list? Yeah, I think there's a few things that will impact a brand ever becoming popular. Um, it, something has happened. I think there's a new number one in the world, and that's been very evident because of specifically in South Africa because of a, you know a large portion of that being marketing um, and visibility. So I think for any brand, that's going to be one of the big differentiators in making sure that people even consider you. Um, and you know, well, I mean, I think I think uh, we've come from a world where um, car retail was yeah. a push strategy. Mm. So what I mean by that is um, car manufacturers made a car, put it out into the market. Mm. Even if it wasn't great, it used to sell. If it was crap, it didn't. Yeah. Um, if it was really great, it sold well. Mm. But it was more of a push strategy. We didn't have a, a, a situation in the world where – you know, you could get too much information from the consumer. That's true. Whereas in the internet world, it's yeah. it's much much easier to get. And I still don't understand. I see these ugly cars getting yeah. made. Um, you know, I'm not going to mention any, but <laughs> but it, it it's almost like the designers over in Europe. Yeah. Um, sit in some garage somewhere, not ever going out into the sunshine, and then yeah. they create these cars that are ugly as hell. Ugly and sometimes not even like as useful as what you know yes. it could be and pricing now for me is my biggest issue with with new cars is like everything's basically priced the same but in terms of the value that you get um i'm not sure if it's the same well i mean look at the haval jolia yeah right that's like my favorite my, my favorite car to I, talk about now i've been i've been seeing more and more of them on the road the, yeah. it is a good looking car it's a brilliant looking car it's a yeah. good looking car yeah. you know bash it for being you know chinese and not american mm. or european um but at the end of the day they've made a bloody good car i think they understand their markets if you let's go on the extreme case in south africa where you have the the gwm the p series mm. the bucky mm. same thing we're seeing there um i think those the, the you know the, the east rather is is really understanding what consumers want yes they don't just want a, a capable car but they also want to feel like a you know, have some pride in their vehicle. Yes. Um, and, you know, these are sort of strides where we're seeing a lot of these companies well, becoming higher and higher on the list. I mean, I always say consumers like to look at pretty things. Yeah. Why do you think the iPhone is as beautiful as it is and it sells away? Because it's, it's, it's beautiful to hold, touch, and yeah. interact with. Yeah. That's why. Part experience of the is reason. Better. Experience, yeah. yes. You know, so people like to look at pretty things. Why do we all go on, uh, you know, bush holidays to look at, you know, it's because it's beautiful. Yeah. Why do we like the ocean? It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, so, so function over form, um, I think has been where we came from. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, now the form is important. Because you know? I think the function has kind of been standardized to a point where, Yes. You need something really, really special for you to like. Everything's capable. Yeah. 
Everything's capable. Now yeah. it's about how yeah. it looks, feels, makes you feel. The entire experience of, of you it. Know, how it makes your friends feel. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't be a reason you buy a car, but it, it's, 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 it's something that counts. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. So, so what makes these cars that we're about to talk about get to the top of the pack? And I think it's partly that. It's partly yeah. how they look. And, yeah. you know, because, because let's, let's commoditize function for a second. I mm. think in cars, function has been commoditized. Definitely. Especially when we get start getting to electric vehicles. Such simple machines. I'm I'm interested to see where that goes because every, every year there's a new EV manufacturer which is making some noise. I remember we spoke about the Rivian and you were not you not so sure about them. But I think they're gonna be potentially bigger than Tesla. Dare I say. Yeah, I Dare don't know. I say. Let's see. Tesla has to really stuff up for that to happen. Um, you know, cause it's, it's not only about Rivian, it's also about Tesla. Yeah. Tesla has to stuff up in order for that to happen. Um, of you know, and not because I'm a big Tesla fanboy, because at the moment I'm a Jaguar I-Pace fanboy, mm. um, or anything electric vehicle fanboy, as a matter of fact. Um, well, one thing we know is that it, it, things are always going to be changing. Um, so even if Tesla does lose their, their monopoly, I guess, in the world with regards to EVs, who says it's going to be that way forever? Um, I don't think they've got a monopoly. I mean, look at VW is outselling uh, Tesla in, uh, I think it's, is it Germany? Yeah, I mean, there's Chinese brands that sell more EVs in their markets. Yeah. Um, but in terms of brand awareness, I think Tesla still has a, a dominant voice. Um, I think they're driving a lot of the conversations. I think a lot of people look to them for the next in thing. Direction, yeah. Mm. I mean, you, you got to be honest. Uh, you know, even, even my iPace. My iPace is... Um, interface, um, the, the digital interface, mm. um, is not there yet. It's beautiful. It's a step above, uh, an ICE vehicle, but it's not at Tesla's level. Um, the build quality of my iPace, I would argue, is better than Tesla. I'm sure it is. Um, the build quality, I mean, my car, dri- I've driven the Tesla, so yeah. I know, I, I know what the, the difference is. So uh, in your opinion, in South Africa, what would you say is the biggest defining factor in ensuring that any brand or OEM gets sales? Historically speaking, and today. So, so, so I think it, 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 there's two parts to that. There's two, there's two answers to that question. Too many brands, and, and Toyota has done this so well. Mm. Um, not, not the first part, the second part. Too many brands are too focused mm. on retail and not enough on marketing. Mm. And there's a, there's a big difference. There's a big difference between retail and marketing. You, you, if you, if you push retail, 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 retail all the time, you'll, you'll become wallpaper to the consumer. Cause consumers are the first point of contact is research, right? They're not going to the dealership first where the well, they're going to do, they're going to do online research, right? Yeah. And they, they're going to see, they're going to see your brand. They're going to yeah. see, you know, what it looks like, whether they resonate with it. Uh, so, so the car's function and form needs to be there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it needs to look pretty. The designers need to, need to really be in touch with what the consumer wants. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so let's put that as a standard. You know, if you come out with an ugly car, there's no amount of marketing that's going to sell it. Yeah. Um, so, so let, let's assume in Toyota's case, for instance, okay. that they've built, or even Haval's case, they've built a really good looking car mm. that the consumers want, not good looking to the designer, good looking to the consumer. Mm. And it functions, it functions equally to most other cars. Fortuna and Hilux is a great example of that. The Fortuna was losing a lot of its market share in the SUV market in South Africa because people just couldn't see it being as pretty or shiny as, as some of the German competitors. But now they literally – and you don't have to reinvent anything. You can just copy 
because people know what they want. It's, it's a working formula and it's worked so well for them. So, you know what? Uh, I'm going to get to this point in a second about, about copying. So let's don't, let's not forget that, but okay. let, let's answer your question. Um, so let's assume that function and form is, uh, 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 is equal. Kind of a standardized, it's like a standardized thing. thing, right? Then we get to retail and marketing. Mm. Or should I say advertising and marketing? Mm. Now, advertising for me is advertising a product at a particular price. For me, you know, that's advertising. Okay. Too many OEMs and dealers are pushing the retail too hard. But from a dealership point of view, do you not think that that's all they can do? Do you think mm. there's a… You've got to market your dealership as a brand. Mm. So, 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 so let's talk about OEM for a second. Um, you know, advertising the next best, the next special is a good idea. Yeah. But where's the marketing? Where's telling the consumer how that car is going to make them feel? Mm. Mm. Price is not the only main factor anymore. It used to be top, but not anymore. Well, I mean, it's a big factor. It's not It's a big factor. It's not gone. Price is a big factor. Yeah. But the, the, the thing that gets you to the finish line is going to be the marketing. Mm. Marketing is going to get you to the finish line. And, uh, and I see too much retail ads, too many retail ads. It becomes wallpaper. And the guys that stand out are the guys that really market their product properly, um, mm. really speak to the consumer's questions as opposed to uh, this, you can get this car for 350000 Yeah, uh, You know, the retail, retail, retail. So, yeah. so I think that the, the, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of factors that get you know, companies like Toyota to the top of the list. Yeah. Um, um, but I think marketing is one important one. Yeah. Okay. Besides, besides, besides having made a really good product. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's literally hundreds of, and there's probably actuaries out there who will tell you exactly what's the, the, the perfect mix. Um, but yeah, consumers are not stupid anymore. They, they know what they want and they're gonna, they're not gonna settle anymore. There is no actuary in the world that will tell my eyes yeah. what is beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's universal. Yes. And it changes. Changes mm. so quickly. When a new when the Havaljolian comes onto the market, suddenly consumer attention goes there. I love data, so maybe maybe there is an actuary out there who's super smart. Never. How how could any actuary have predicted the Jolian? Yeah, that the, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So 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 data, yes, has a place. Yeah. And a very important place. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we are squishy human beings yeah. that are very emotionally driven. And uh, uh, and the Jolians are the classic example. Yeah, the Hyundai Tucson was one example a couple of years a while back. back. Yeah, and the EcoSports as well. Yes, yes, it keeps happening, and it's going to change. So no OEM needs to. They can't. You can't settle. The, the game's always changing. It, the, it's 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 a it's a big game. Yeah. It's a big game, and yeah. uh, uh, you, you just got you got to watch the data. Like, what is it? About, if I was another OEM, yeah. I'd be asking myself, what is it about the Jolian? I'd be asking the drivers of the Jolian, why do you love this car? Yeah. And this is not a Jolian ad, by the way. No, it's not a Jolian ad. We, 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 we. <laughs> it's just a perfect example. It's, just a, it's an example. It's an yeah. example. But Toyota keeps, you know, I mean, 2021, um, 9.5 million sales of Toyota. Second year in a row that they, they take number one. Um, and I think that's very important. Third year in a row. No. Oh, yes, you're right. Second year in a row because VW trumped them in the previous year. Yeah. And VW had basically... They had the numbers for years and years and years and years and years. But, you know, the moment you let someone to the point of, you know, look prettier and, and show more than just, uh, 
function. S- speak to the the, the, the the emotions of the yeah. consumer. That, I mean, Toyota has clearly done that. Yeah, and this is in South Africa as well. If I'm not mistaken, I think Toyota was also number one. Um, we saw it even with our data. It was easily the most uh, attractive car to consumers, used car consumers. So across the board, they, they did it right, for sure, in 2021. Where's Aval on this list? Um, Haval is, I'm not sure who they holding company is. It could be, um, let me find out where they were. I don't think they're on this list. So, uh, um, but, but, but I'd be very interested to see how they're climbing the ranks. I can tell you now that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Haval Jolian was actually in, in South Africa for models. It was one of the, the, the top selling vehicles. Um, let's see. P series is there. And Jolien. Well, the Jolien's 22nd in South Africa. 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. From nowhere. From absolutely nowhere. From absolutely nowhere. I mean, there's no other Haval on that list, right? Um, no. Uh, I mean, GWM is the same family. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not, yeah. it's not the brand, Haval. Correct, yeah. You know, uh, Haval's, uh, Haval's its own brand. So, uh, so Toyota's tops the list, has topped the list for the last two years. And, uh, and then VW. VW was number one in 2019, mm-hmm. um, with 10.9 million, uh, sales. Um, but they seem to consistently be slipping. You know, 2019, 10.9, almost 11 million sales, then 9.3, which is a big slide, mm-hmm. and then 8.9. Well, I mean, we have to be fair. I think every single brand except Toyota probably is the only one that's improved their numbers. Well, not um, really. Toyota came down 2019 to 20 and then improved 2020 to 2021. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are, there are brands out there such he, as… Hyundai, Hyundai's gone up year on year. Mazda went from 14 million, day 15, to one. Wow. So it, within three years, for context of how powerful the number one position is. Is it can change literally within a year? Well, yeah. I mean, Mazda, Mazda's a Mazda's a good car, but I mean, what happened? That's a massive slide. Car of the year, I think they were in twenty twenty twenty, um, and you know, still because people aren't seeing that vehicle, people just aren't buying it. Doesn't matter how good the function is, people want to see and experience it, and want to be in the vehicle before it gets to a position where it's. You know, it's combating some of these these top brands. What's surprising for me is Ford. Is it? Five point three million to three point nine. That's a that's a big slide in two years. Uh, I, I don't mean, know. biggest biggest drop was in twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, look at the Ford Ranger in yeah. South Africa. Where, where's Ford on our list? And that's yeah. I think I think the South African list would be a little bit different. different. Yeah. I mean, Ford, Ra- Ford Ford Ranger is sec- uh, sorry third. Yeah. Uh, Ford, and there's no other Fords on the list. Yeah, uh, Ford EcoSport is twenty first, so there's two Fords on the twenty five list. But Toyota just completely dominates um, still. Well, they're 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 above a cut above the rest. That that Hilux is just something else. Um, you know, yeah. Consumers in South Africa love the Hilux. Um, so let's talk about Tesla for a second. Yeah. Um, you know, they they were up eighty seven percent year on year in sales. Mm. They they I don't know if you uh, recall they wanted to hit the one million sales mark. Yeah, it's been a big target for them. Just short. Yeah, got nine hundred and thirty six thousand units sold. And that's nothing. That's a market. If they came to South Africa, you know. Well, let's, I mean, 936 is close enough to one million. But if you if you look at one million versus ten million for Toyota, ten percent. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not a, it's a you know. They, for a brand new brand that's you know basically introducing new technology, I think you should be scared if you're not playing in that game yet. Well, if we put it into context, the 15th player on the list, which is 
Mazda, let's discount Mazda because they had a massive slide. Geely. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so Geely does 1.3 million, uh, 1.3 million, 1.3 million. In the next year, Tesla's yeah. going to be on the top 15, I reckon. They're going to be selling more cars than Mercedes because Mercedes sold 2 million. So, yeah. <laughs> which means, which puts Tesla 13th if they do that. Yeah. Maybe 12th. Depends. Yeah. I mean, what is what is Tesla shooting for in the next twelve months? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Um, but I'm sure they, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be fairly high. They, the big problem with Tesla is they were limited by the semiconductor shortage. Um, so, you know, I think this is based on deliveries and not only. It's not waiting for your vehicles; it's deliveries. Um, so, you know, I think it's going to change once the world gets more semiconductors in their vehicles. So Tesla wants to sell over 1.5 million electric cars in 2022. That was a month ago. That's the. I mean, we know that uh, that Elon Musk is usually um, um, optimistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been he's been a bit better over the last kind of two three years. But uh, uh, you know, so if if they do get to their target of 1.5 million electric vehicles, they're going to be hot on the heels of Mercedes Benz. Mm. It's because Mercedes-Benz is at 2 million. So I reckon they'll displace Mazda. Tesla will displace Mazda and Geely on this top 15 list. We'll keep following it and see what happens. Exactly. Let's talk about the semiconductor problem. So my, you know, um, my, my understanding of the semiconductor problem is, uh, and, and uh, no, not the semiconductor problem. Why are used cars flying? I mean, I don't know if you know, read the other day, used car prices in America are up 40%. Mm-hmm. 40%. I mean, mm. What the fish? Demand. Demand, but why? And, uh, and, and it goes down to when we hit lockdown mm. in the beginning of 2020, mm. um, uh, two things happened. One, um, um, consumers just like for a very short period of time kind of yeah. just didn't know what was going on. Ground to a halt. Everybody was kind of like didn't know what was happening. Um, and car manufacturers made a move which – Arguably, was it the right move? Maybe it was. Um, they halted production. Some halved production, others halted production entirely. Yeah. Um, I think it was Jaguar and Land Rover cut their production by 50%. A few brands, yeah. Um, uh, okay. So, so what does that mean? You halt your production, you, you cut your production by 50%. Now you have to tell the semiconductor provider because there's over 3,000 silicon chips in a car. In a car, yeah. I think I don't think people realize how many there are in there. Over three thousand, yeah. yeah. But they're very they. I, I mean, I hazard to say they're they're dumber silicon chips. Yeah, they're dumber than these. Things. Well, they're not processing as much as yes. one single phone is doing. Right? So true. so 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 therefore, you know, they 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 they're probably not as profitable for the semiconductor manufacturer. Yeah. So um, at that point in time, the semiconductor world, yeah, right, was in decline. The, the, the semiconductor sales worldwide was in decline. I think it was single digits, like four, five, six percent. Okay. Um, uh, semiconductor sales worldwide were in decline. Suddenly lockdown hit. Car manufacturers cut production. Less orders to the semiconductor manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Suddenly the semiconductor manufacturers got the spike in orders for consumer for electronics. Yeah. Gaming consoles, phones, laptops. Things that will uh, connect you to the world. Yes. Whilst we disconnected, yeah. All of the Zoom technology. Exactly, yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah. Because everybody was now work from home. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly a, 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 a decline in semiconductor demand turned into an, 
uh, a, a high demand. So their the growth was there. They were poised for growth. Different market though. Different market, yes. But still, they needed the capacity. Mm. So where did they get the capacity? Some of the capacity was they didn't have to make car chips. Yeah. Okay. So now the car manufacturers come back and say, hold on a second. We, to, yeah. you know, we, we're seeing now. demand. Yeah. So we're going to bring our production back. Semiconductor companies saying, well, we don't have the capacity. You're at the back of the queue. But there are still cars in the markets, which was the used cars. The used cars were still there. So now you got the consumer mm. can't get his hands on a new car. Yeah. Right. There's financial pressures, which also created a bit of ruckus. Um, but the semiconductor chip problem has been a massive problem for car manufacturers. Um, so now there's not enough supply of new cars. Consumers turn to used. What happens to used car prices? It goes up. Because there's massive demand. Yeah. And we see the same thing happening in South Africa. Look, it's it, definitely. Um, we've been monitoring that quite closely. It, it, it's stabilizing a little bit, but still, uh, I think it's going to be. When I think they said end of 2022, we'll see some sort of, um, you know, this problem not happening. So it's going to be a long while before. And I think that's the biggest impact for, for used car buyers is, is the price. Um, well, I mean, you, you, you got to, you got to, I suppose, agree. Price goes up to a certain level. Consumers yeah. just won't buy them. Mm. You know, they, they just will stop buying. Um, and, uh, and, and, and maybe by that time, the, um, the new car world will start to come back mm. and then and we'll see that reset happen. I mean, we saw this in 2008. We didn't yeah. have a semiconductor problem in 2008, which had a financial crisis. Yeah. Just had a financial crisis. <laughs> I mean, the aliens landed in 2020. It's yeah. just the, the aliens were from, from our planet. Um, so, uh, uh, so, so, you know, when the semiconductor, you know, demand problem goes away, I see used car prices starting to fall. Okay, for sure. Because people are going to want to trade in for a new car. A new car, yeah. Um, and uh, and then the world will reset. Mm. So we have the top fifteen list. Do you think that this list is going to be this way, or do you think it's a product of where we come from? Consumers are bad at changing their long term habits. Yeah, but they do respond very quickly in the short term. We saw it at the beginning of lockdown. Yeah, consumer behavior changes really quickly, but I, I just don't see Toyota being displaced soon. Okay. Um, or do you see something different? I think VW is going to once they position back. I think they're going to be fairly aggressive. Um, How know, though? It takes so long to make a car. I mean, unless the ID four and the ID five come here. Yeah, I was going to say the the EV strategy is a little bit more aggressive than Toyota's is specifically in the African markets. If 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 that's the case, if we if we sort out this import tax problem, yeah, okay, as a country, if we start incentivizing EVs and we start making them here, yeah, then I'd say VW's got a shot. If we don't, Toyota's, Toyota's gonna, gonna Toyota's gonna run away with it because of the hybrids. Mm. Mm. We actually didn't speak about hybrids. I think uh, I d- I didn't even consider them, and I think they're gonna be. Pretty popular soon. Don't underestimate uh, Mercedes-Benz with the hybrids either, hey? And Volvo. Ah, that price point, though. That price point is... is oh, it's a luxury car, I suppose. Yeah, for me, it's... And it's where's, where's VW's hybrids? Um, not in South Africa yet, unfortunately, yeah. So, so, so I, think, I, think it, I think it all hinges around our overarching problem, which is um, tax, mm. all of the stuff we keep talking about. Mm. The taxes, incentives for EVs. That's going to maybe dictate whether Toyota stays on top or not. 
common thread I'm seeing is that uh, a lot of the older brands, uh, excluding Toyota, specifically the Eastern companies, I think they are understanding something that some of the older brands, which you know were in a position of, you know, in the t- in the high positions, I think they've have become a lot more complacent with being number one and number two. And these other new Eastern companies, the Havals are, they, they're going to do anything they can to, to start stealing this. Tesla's another example. Well, Fresh. Let's, let, let's talk about competition for a second. Yeah. You, you, you touched on it a bit earlier on and I forgot about it. Mm. How do you compete in the world with anything? This is just my perspective. Um, in my opinion, uh, if you are number two, three, four, five, right? Mm-hmm. And many companies, I think, fall foul of this. If you are number two or number three, there's only one thing you need to, you actually got an easier job on your hands. Mm. Copy number one, Mm. just copy. There are too many companies who they don't want to copy because they're too proud. Mm. There's there's, there's too much ego and proud there, or a pride there. So they want to try and do something totally left field and different and then they fail. Yeah. Just Just copy. It works. People just copy Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. It just works. Every single time. Every single time. You, you just copy the leader. If you copy the leader and you, and you, and you can become equal to them, yeah. right? Now you can do something very different. Yeah. To get attention at least. To, to, well, then, then you can start thinking about things like, okay, let's do, you know, let's do the, the latest thing. Yeah. But if, you're not, if, you, if you haven't got to where the leader is yet, just copy them. Please. Telling all the competitors our... You know, the secret sauce. Well, <laughs> yes and no. We are number one. So it's, for us, it's different. Yeah. You know, for Auto Trader, it's, uh, we have to forge the new, a, yeah, a new path. A new normal. Mm. You know, we, we haven't hacked the path through the, through the bush. We, you know, we're, we, we're making the path. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I suppose I'm telling our competitors just. Copy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, let's cut this. <laughs> uh, last question I have. Not for authorized you. for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last question is, uh, do you anticipate that there's going to be some sort of new model or new brand in South Africa specifically that's going to… Car brand. Yeah, that's going to start climbing up to a point where they potentially become the new number one? No. Not any time soon. No, unless, unless somebody comes with uh, a hybrid or an EV that that we haven't seen, which yeah. the Rivian… I've got my doubts. Maybe, maybe you think they're gonna. They're gonna <laughs> I think they are globally. Sure, but yeah, but in South Africa, I'm talking about that. No, yeah. in South Africa, yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, our um, market's very small for these new entrants. Um, for sure, yeah. But uh, you know, I, I think may, maybe, maybe if somebody comes with a like a really two hundred thousand rand EV, yeah, then they we'll could wipe the change. floor. Maybe, but uh, maybe the Chinese brands can come with one. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be looking at it closely. Um, there's a few reports that will be coming out. We will. Reveal what's actually happening because I think I, I I think it's going to change. I think there's going to be some changes. I'm I'm optimistic that this is uh, not forever. Well, uh, GWN, GWM, mm. um, which is the same family as the Vol, mm-hmm. they have the P series EV, which I which we haven't seen yet. No. So, Haval could be the disruptor when it comes to EVs in South Africa with a Bucky. That that would be a game changer. It would be a game changer. Yeah. So, so, so you know, because if you think about it, um, Toyota's success in South Africa is the Bucky. Yeah, Ford's success in South Africa is the Bucky. Mm. VW's success is the Polo. Mm. 
um you know it's so 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 those segments where are the evs for those segments mm. um they don't exist well maybe for the polo the mini se and the bmw ix but the i uh, the, the the older ix but that's discontinued yeah um so maybe the p series you know you pose a very interesting you know globally suvs have been the number one fastest growing body type but not in South Africa. South Africa buckies are still very much, and hatchbacks, still very much, um, you know, where it's at. And I think maybe that's going to be the changing factor. The deciding in the, factor, in the, yeah. in the EV. So if, if anybody's going to compete with Toyota, it's going to be potentially something like the GWM P series. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. But that's all we have time for, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. So, uh, it has been epic. Yes. And, um, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. If one's starting soon. Ah, oh, man. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been it from uh, myself, George Mini, and Wandile Sishi. We will see you next time. Awesome.